sifter.com.au. Hi, I'm Fiona Bartholomew, And I'm Kyle Paletto. Welcome to Walkthrough, Sifter's weekly recap on the biggest news in video games. This week, Unity manages to piss off all your favourite indie developers, and both Nintendo and Sony show off their upcoming games. Here is the news for Sunday, 17th of September. Let's go. Join the Sifter community on Discord at sifter.com.au forward slash Discord. Well, the biggest news this week was easily the hand grenade that was thrown into the indie game development scene when game engine maker Unity decided it was going to start charging developers a new fee for using the platform. Here is the crux of Unity's plan. On the 1st of January next year, any developer that made over 200,000 US dollars over 12 months and been installed 200,000 times would need to pay Unity 20 cents every time a game was installed. Not every time it was sold, you heard right, installed, which means if you're like many people who use, say, a Steam Deck and a main PC to play the same game, the developer gets hit with two fees. And it was retrospective too. If you pull your game from sale on 31st December, but had already hit the threshold, you were still on the hook for the fee. Unity says it's going to estimate how many copies are out there using an unknown method, but people are suspicious it'll be something akin to spyware. What is particularly dodgy is that Unity even went and secretly removed a clause from their terms of service that said you could use the terms you first developed your game under. So nope, sorry, that applies to everyone. The company seems to be digging in on this, and developers like Landfall Games, Agro Crab, Inner Sloth, and Cult of the Land Developer, Australia's own massive monster, have written open letters critical of the change. Here is Julian Wilton from Massive Monster. Yeah, I, it was just, it's just crazy. I just don't know. I i think my first reaction was just kind of being confused. I was like, oh, um, what? Uh, what do you mean? Excuse me? Unity? John, what are you up to? Like, what are you, what's confusion? I don't think we've officially announced anything, but look, it's probably about 3 million copies at this point. Um, so, you know, you can probably run some quick math on that and, you know, it would be that we would owe a lot of money. I think they were saying it's like after a certain period, but like for us, like, you know, and with a lot of developers, like the, the business model isn't, yeah, just selling games to a consumer. You're kind of looking at like, you're hoping to kind of get deals with, um, storefronts. Um, you know, you might do a humble bundle or something, but like now it's kind of like, if we do that, we're actually going to owe a bunch of money. Like even for us, it's like. If we were looking at getting a big deal or something, it's like, oh, well, if we have to pay Unity 500 grand for something, like we can just, you know, um, maybe get someone to port the game for that into a different engine. So it's like, why would we give Unity that money if we don't have to? So it's kind of dumb on their half. Um, But yeah, hopefully they'll kind of get a bit more lenient with it. If you've done the maths, as we have, you'll know that works out to be around at least 600,000 US dollars that Massive Monster could be charged. It spiked a lot of future plans, and many studios have said they might cancel or delay their games now as they look for alternatives. No statement from Unity CEO Don Riccatello at the time of recording, but we'll bring that all to you next week, no doubt. Our two favorite Japanese console makers, Sony and Nintendo, showed off a bunch of games coming soon. Fee, I'll take Sony and you can cover Nintendo. Nice one. Let's lightning round this. Avatar Frontiers of Pandora, Ubisoft's graphically impressive adaptation of the blockbuster films, sees you play as a Na'vi abducted as a child who must learn to reconnect to their roots. That's out on the 7th of December. 
Cyberpunk speedrunning game Ghost Runner 2 got a new demo and a release date. You can dart, slash, and ride from the 26th of October. Helldivers 2, the third-person team-based shooter, arrives early next year. This sequel changes quite a bit from the top-down original. Pick it up on the 8th of Feb. Marvel Spider-Man 2 looks visually stunning and is swinging onto consoles really soon. Pick that up on the 20th of October. And lastly, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth arrives in February next year with some big open-world exploration after stepping off that rotting pizza at the end of Remake. It's on two discs. Trust me, this is a big deal for the old-school players. You can play it on the 29th of February. Okay, let's go, Nintendo. Princess Peach Showtime was revealed and our leading lady takes to the stage in themed performances, changing costumes and gaining new abilities like sword fighting, kung fu, investigation, and um, cake making. That's out on March 22nd. Racing game F-Zero gets the 99-player Battle Royale treatment like Tetris and Mario before it. The classic NES game is out now for Switch Online subscribers. Unicorn Overlord is the next title from Vanillaware makers of 13 Sentinels Aegis Rim. This time it's a medieval tactical fantasy game with an incredible hand-illustrated style. Gianni and Adam are super excited for this one when it arrives on the 8th of March next year. The first three Tomb Raider games are being remade by Aspire, with updated graphics and a quick switch mode to check out those PS1 polygons. Go Guns and Kimbo from the 14th of Feb, Paper Mario The Thousand Year Door and Mario vs Donkey Kong are both getting a remake. We got a bunch of release dates for games we've already seen a bit of too. Detective Pikachu Returns arrives on 6th of October, WarioWare Move It releases on November 3rd, and Super Mario RPG is out on November 17th. What are you most excited for? Leave us a review with the game you're looking forward to, and we'll shout you out next week. Australia's notoriously heavy-handed national classification scheme will be overhauled after banning Fallout 3 and, more recently, Disco Elysium over depictions of drug use. Moving forward, the system will open its arms to in-house or third-party classifiers trained and accredited by the government, which it does sort of already have, but this will be expanded. Only Up, the popular climbing game that took Twitch by storm, has abruptly been pulled from Steam. The game's developer, Indie Solo Dev, announced this week they wanted to put the game behind them after suffering lots of stress. The game, which launched in May this year, quickly became one of the most popular games on Twitch for its unique take on Jack and the Beanstalk and its challenging platforming. However, the game was also hit with criticism due to quietly promoting NFTs, not having a save function, and the developer was accused of using other developers' assets without permission. It's too late for those who wanted to give it a try, but if you already purchased the game, at this point in time, it is still possible to play. It keeps getting worse for Embracer, with rumours this week that Borderlands maker Gearbox Entertainment is up for sale. It's part of a wide restructuring due to the collapse of a deal with Saudi gaming capital firm Savvy Games Group earlier this year. Gearbox Chief Communications Officer Dan Hewitt said in an internal email that a couple of options are on the table and nothing has been decided yet, but confirmed Gearbox could be sold or made independent. That's it for the big headlines. Here's what's coming out over the next week. Out on the 19th is Lies of P, a reimagining of the Pinocchio tale in the style of an actually pretty interesting looking Souls-like, and it's getting some pretty good reviews. That's coming to PC, PlayStation, and Xbox this Tuesday. Also out Tuesday, Mortal Kombat returns with the extremely confusing title Mortal Kombat 1. It's the 12th main installment in the iconic series and serves as both a sequel to 11 and the series' second reboot. 
that's coming to PC and current-gen consoles on the 19th. The indie post-apocalyptic RPG Day of Doom is out this week. Players will need to guide survivors through cartoon-style chaos to safety, taking on zombies and raiders in turn-based combat. It's out on all platforms on the 21st. Payday 3 is finally here, seven years after it was initially announced. Dive into New York City with the crew, planning heists and making tactical choices to get the job done. Go stealth or loud, solo or with pals. Coming to PC and current-gen consoles this Thursday. Articles to read. Videos to watch. And podcasts to listen to. Sifter.com.au This has been walked through by Sifter. My name is Fiona Bartholomew. And my name is Kyle Paletto. Thank you so much for listening. We know you love our podcast, so why not become a monthly backer on Ko-Fi? Your support lets us keep making our shows and it's easy to do. Head to sifter.com.au forward slash support where the support starts from just $1 a month. That address again is sifter.com.au forward slash support. Sifter is produced by Fiona Bartholomew, myself, Adam Christou, Daniel Ang and Chris Button. Mishlo is senior producer and Gianni Giovanni, who edited this episode and the script, is our executive producer. Thanks to Brian Fairbanks from Salty Dog Sounds for composing the walkthrough theme tune. And thanks to Audio Technica Australia for their support of Sifter's podcast. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back with more news next Sunday. Hey there, Gianni here on the latest episode of Lightmap Sifters interview podcast. Maddie Annabelle and Shaz Dio from Brisbane's Half Brick share the history of Fruit Ninja and the new version they've built for Apple Vision Pro. We're a company that's not afraid to fail, so we thankfully had a lot of support and were able to just keep trying things over and over and over again until it felt right. Our biggest kind of challenge was just trying to figure out how to truly make it feel like you are doing the slicing, getting it one for one, making it feel juicy and exciting. We wanted to be able to pick up a fruit off the ground and slice it, throw it somewhere and have you know the juice and the splats appear everywhere. And it was just a lot of iterations and trial and error. You can get every episode of Lightmap for free on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on YouTube, or head to our website, sifter.com.au. Sifter.